welcome to episode three of Not the Sharpest Podcast. Uh, boys, I, I don't know really where to begin after this week, but first and foremost to all our listeners, we do have to welcome on Mr. Jack Trainer to the podcast team. Train, welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's go, baby. Welcome. Cl- pleasure to be here. Over Pleasure here. to have you. Uh, you will all soon find out how much of a talented better Mr. Trainer has been the past few days. Um, but a, but a, but a quick recap, I think, is in order. Um, coming off a pretty hot turkey day, I think, for the fellas. I think um, for at least myself and Pat, uh, he and I both did very well with the Texans and Washington football team, both, as I might have to note, below outs. Um, spread covered both Washington football team, not only covered one outright, um, great games to watch a little Turkey, a little gravy, a few too many beers. I'm sure we all had well being in the house. Um, but all around, I think we could agree fellas. It was a, it was a great Turkey day for gambling. Great Turkey day. Just to enjoy and watch some football games. Definitely a great way. Like last week, um, Turkey day alone got me a lot, enough money to cover the weekend and then uh, want a little bit more on top of that so good for my end for sure no doubt and well, yeah. i can't i can't go without saying that college basketball is back officially uh, week one in the books uh gambling went decently well for the team i'd say um you know i made an announcement um, via group chat to the team that I am all in on Gonzaga. They are my go-to team. Uh, my boy, Chris Burt, is a baller and a half. And I think um, they're going to absolutely show out. I put um, probably close to $200, $300 in um, for um, futures bet for them to win the runaway with the whole thing. I think it's going to be a great season for the Zags. Um, boys, reactions first and foremost. Week one in the books for college basketball. How are we feeling? Train, train. Go. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong here. Um, has Gonzaga ever won a national championship? No, they have not. They have not. Uh, I mean, they're a perennial mid-major, if you want to call them that. Powerhouse. It's 22 straight seasons in the NCAA tournament. But and, and how do you feel about this uh, two, three hundred dollar bet on uh, Gonzaga future? I mean, I think I think they're a legitimate theme this year. I think they have uh, obviously returning uh, Kispert, who is he did put his name in the draft, withdrew it in the summer. Um, uh, they developed the front court like no other team when it comes to uh, Drew Drew Timmy. I, I know they lost Petrusu. Uh, Petrusive. <laughs> Petrusive. Sorry. Hey, names are hard. Uh, names are hard. Don't blame yeah, me. Yeah, no. Petrusev to the uh, to Serbia. He is playing professionally in Serbia, and then they lost uh, Killian Tilly to the NBA. So they're uh, just restocking up there up in the front court. Two and zero so, against the spread, might I add? Two and zero against the spread. I think it's also fair to say, Mikey, that your Gonzaga pick is almost entirely informed by Mr. Trainer. Well, I'll say train influence that I'm not going to give myself my own kind of new fandom here. Train definitely helped me out and steered me in the path, but I did watch the first game and within the first probably 10 to 15 minutes of it, I was sold. I mean, it didn't, I, he didn't have to say anything more. I was in, I actually placed my futures bet following that game. 
Um, yeah, plus, let's, let's be yeah. honest here. I mean, Trey could have influenced it all he wanted to, but he's not the one throwing two, three hundred dollars. That, that's correct. Um, I'm just gonna say we we, we, we don't use well, it. It's, it's maybe <laughs> I am. Uh, maybe I'm speaking for myself, but I also took Gonzaga, and I think I may have taken them before you, Mikey, to win the chip because of direct information from Mr. Trainer. So just want to give credit where credit's due here. That's all. Well, oh, the thing is we, 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 we had, we and, had, we had no apple cup this year, you know, it, it was going to be the plains of Palouse uh, up in <laughs> Pullman, smallest, smallest FBS stadium, uh, power five stadium there is out there, but it feels like the world to the, to the folks in Pullman. And, um, I, th- I think the people in the 509 are, are, are pretty happy with the, uh, with the Bulldogs so far. <laughs> they see a promising team. I mean, I just I don't see who's going to beat it. them. Like, over time, I just think they're a power horse. And, you know, my boy Chris Burt and Snugs. We'll can't train. forget my boy Suggs. Come on. Come on. Suggs. We'll Suggs. I, I mean, I mean he, was, he was a big-time recruit in football, too. He, was, he, was, he could have been a dual-sport dual athlete at Ohio State, but he decided to go to Gonzaga where they don't even have a football team. So um, that, that, that shows wow. how committed he is to this game of basketball. That reminds me of one uh, Kai at BC. Oh, yeah, 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 yep. Flipping his, uh, his commitment from football to uh, basketball for the sake of the game. Balls of life for, for some of these guys. No doubt, boys. I think we'll, uh, I think we'll have a, a few – um, bets from the Zags coming up on a few weeks in the podcast over time. I'm sure we're going to be taking them left, right, sideways, every which way. But um, football, college football for the boys. I mean, where to start? I think we we'd have to. We can't not touch on Oregon versus Oregon State game. Um, the boys took the Beavers. All four of us took the Beavers plus 13 prior to the game against Oregon. Um, the pick wasn't looking hot in the fog um if any of you guys listening watched the game it was complete I was a doubter I was a doubter I couldn't even watch you know like see where the ball was going every play but um pick wasn't looking great going into the fourth quarter and then the beefs absolutely turned it on um and then the boys doubled down and live bet the money line plus odds um obviously going against Oregon um, coming down to the last play, um, one yard line touchdown win, uh, crazy ending for the boys. And I, I mean, I was, I was, I was off on the tear. I don't think I've had a feeling much like that since the Dodgers won the, the World Series finals. Just a great group. I got to be honest with you here. I got to, I got to jump in. I mean, that that game itself, great game, obviously, but especially in the fog, it was awesome. The uniform matchup, a little too much going on. Um, I guess it was easier to see in the fog, so that's why they did it. My real kicker, uh, the referees, man. That it was a it was a tough game to watch. It was it was tough to to stay on the side of the Beavers and just and hope that they could you know overcome the the refs in that game. It was it was tough, and that translated obviously to the uh, Seattle Eagles game in the NFL. It was just a it was a tough week uh, referee wise. No, agree. Dude, the thing about the Oregon State game, let don't forget, on the second to last play of the game, the quarterback tries a QB sneak into the end zone for the win, tears his hamstring. The first snap that the backup quarterback takes is a QB sneak, and he scores a game-winning touchdown in the uh, formerly known as 
Civil War uh, rivalry game. Now just the Oregon-Oregon State rivalry game. That's, that's um, how they develop Mount Corvallis. Yeah, Corvallis. Like <laughs> you have your, you have your. The formerly known Civil two. War. <laughs> Dude, did you hear the commentator was like? He was like, no, I had it. On, I had it on mute. I, I, um, I, I'm still called the Civil War, but I, I, train. I, I guess that's sensitive subject. Uh, no, no, <laughs> not even the the Civil War. I'm fine with. But uh, we gotta come like, with a new nickname. We gotta come with a kid. new nickname. He was like, he's like, I don't know about this kid playing backup QB, like taking a snap under center. He was telling him, he was like, they should go out of the shotgun for the for a handoff, and the kid takes it under center gets the win for the boys and we had all doubled up during the game just a great a great victory all around wouldn't you have to say Mikey it was a great win to start off the the college football slate and then I mean I don't know how else to preface this but our very own Jack Trainer had probably one of the best hits we've seen on a college football slate Saturday going 11 and 1 um, that's at least what I took of your picks I'm sure there was a few more um, and you could give the official re- record that you had on Saturday train, but I mean that that, that deserves a, a well round applause all around for that absolute effort from you for that from that Saturday. Yeah, it, it was it was a quite eleven one. The, oh, the late slate kind of caught up to me. I think it ended up being like twelve and six, but um, nonetheless, the, the the early the early games, the the noon slot and the three thirty slot treated me very well. Ball rolled my way, so. Can't complain there. Don't cut yourself short. Great, great picks all the way around. I think college football um, last Saturday was great to watch. Um, no notable games to touch on other than obviously just train going on his hot streak. Um, no notable games for me um, to mention. Anyone want to jump in, have anything to note on before we head into Sunday? No, let's do it. All right. Tough day for Sunday. Um, I think – I mean, all all the way around, kind of took the wind. Speak for yourself, buddy. I I know. I'm getting to Vegas, McCann. Don't worry. Sunday Sunday NFL pack. Um, I basically took all my winnings I took from train and lost them all, and then some off the NFL games. Um, Chargers over really really screwed me. I thought that was kind of the lock of the day. Um, looked all right throughout the game. Um, first half didn't look great at all, but second half looked promising, and then of course. For the push, what I, which I would have taken, um, didn't hit because, of course, the Chargers run the ball, um, throw a Hail Mary pa- pass, and then try to run the ball with no timeouts into the end zone and get absolutely stopped. So that was uh, kind of the perfect I ending of my great Sunday. play. Uh, terrible play. Um, I thought uh, Anthony Anthony Lynn calling the run there. Great play. Uh, Bills minus five and a half kind of nailed that one. So. <laughs> it's almost play. as if he had it and he wanted you to win the Bills minus five and a half. But, uh, Pat, no, I know you had a good Sunday. Um, obviously, how did you end up plus or minus on the day, and what was your kind of game of the week that you had there? Uh, so I ended up nine and two um, Sunday, and that was a Hail Mary on the uh, the Broncos. Really wanted the Cinderella story there. But uh, I'll take that loss easily, and that was definitely from the first slate. Best game of the week, easily uh, – the Falcons, I took uh, Falcons plus three, Falcons money line, and Falcons team total over. So uh, that was pretty – that was probably probably the best game of the week easily. So I had a couple of dogs, and I had their money line. The Titans was a good game, but uh, Falcons kind of felt a little bit better. 
holding uh, the Raiders to uh, single digits after their performance against the uh, Chiefs. No doubt. I think that was a great, great Falcons pick. Tailed you on that. That was an awesome call by you. Um, we were on opposite sides, obviously, for the Titans. I know, Train, you had the Titans as well. Um, I was unfortunately on the Colts. Um, just really thought their defense was going to show up more than what it did. Um, but, yeah, I mean, boys, how about Sunday for you, Colvin Train? Uh, nothing to remember. Uh, <laughs> certainly uh, Monday night was something to remember once we start talking about that. But, uh, yeah, Sunday was oh, one of those boy. days where – you, you, you barely you, you finish a little below even and it's just you know it takes away from those Saturday winnings but no doubt I think uh, I think without further ado I think we do have to just touch on um, arguably the worst beat to date um, well, this season for some people <laughs> this season um, with how the about, Seahawks. Mike, how about Mike how many how many just let me talk about this one for a second I, I'll let you I feel like I need off, to chime in just a little game. bit here so everybody and their mother, everybody and their mother is on Seahawks minus six and a half. And that's what it closed that. And what, 95%, I think, is what the uh, the final statistic was for, for bet percentage on the Seahawks at minus six and a half. Uh, I bought the Seahawks at minus five. I, I didn't love that number. It's never a good number to love. You know, five points, never great. The funniest part about it was – the Seahawks go down. They kick that field goal. Mr. Jack Trainer calls game. Says it's game over. Mike Cadigan loving it. He's like, all right, sure, sure, sure. Why would they go down? Down 14. Why would they go down and score a touchdown and go for two? But it happened. And they got it. And they covered that six and a half point spread the Eagles did. But uh, my five point spread locked in. Good to go. Take it a week early, good to go. But uh, I mean, anybody that watches football, trainer. <laughs> anybody that watches football, it's like you're not going to go for two. I mean, you're up fourteen. The other team, ooh, we have a minute and a half left. The other team, they're not going to go for two. I mean, that's. I, I, I agree. It was a bad play call. They wanted game. No, no, I, no, no. I, I don't even think it's a bad play call. I think they had they they didn't even the they didn't have the win in the cards, but it was just like you didn't yeah. think that they would go for two, and. Um, I'll, I'll own the Take loss. Everybody for sure. I will own the, the, the loss for the podcast on this one. Um, I, I did. Oh, know, let's not forget that somebody won on that bet. Well, Pat, you know what? Because you beat the line movement, we'll give you Pat the props. Pat, Pat got it on Wednesday. Vegas McCann hey, putting in bets for <laughs> Monday Night Football on a Tuesday. But, I mean – so, sorry the that I is, sorry that I make my bets probably five minutes before game time. Okay, I want I, I want to. I totally agree, and, and I want to feel Mike, it in Mike, my when gut. When we get to the okay? NFL slate, when we get to the NFL slate, I will tell you firsthand that majority of my picks are day of, uh, if not right before game time. I'm definitely a late better if uh, if I had to pin myself with something. But when you grab a line before. It closes, and especially at a number like that, and you win that bet. It's a good, it's a good feeling. And I only do one, one or two of those a week. And uh, I got one this week. We're gonna see how it goes. Uh, but has it ever worked the other way, Pat? Has it worked the other way for you with COVID ever? Like picking a team too early, then people are out, or the game like gets messed up. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's there's obviously a, a side of that that'll bite you in the ass. I mean, imagine taking the Eagles at plus three and then that line goes all the way to six and a half. You'd be like a big idiot. I think the big kicker is that you got to just decide which way that line is going. And I don't think anybody saw that three-point line and thought that it was going to go towards the Eagles. So no, that's I think those are the games where you just kind of jump on it. I mean, obviously, I, this week I have a tester to see if this is going to move more than what it is. But yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll get to that when we get to the NFL slate. I just want to point that line movement type thing. I, I, I commend it, but it just takes away from the feeling of gambling to me. You know, I want to get in once everything's <laughs> set and done, and I want to feel the bet in my balls. I want to feel so you, it. So you should have bet the Eagles then is what you're saying. No, I wanted to take, I I wanted to take the Seahawks uh, knowing we had, full well everyone and their mother was on it. I just wanted to see for once, you know, could I take a risky-ass bet and have it pay off? And time and time put the, again. Put the, put the feelers out. But it's just you got, you got to bet with no emotion, I guess. So whatever. I guess I'm not in it to make money. But any anywho – um, we're, we move on to week 13. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. There's a lot of great games um, across the board this week. I think we obviously have to start with you know the one we have um, on Wednesday, mid-afternoon. I mean, does it get much better than not even logging off of work and having an NFL game come on? You know, mid afternoon, three o'clock, right? Three throw something. it on just as you're logging off work. Maybe crack the first cold one of the night. I mean, this game was one that I was looking forward to on Turkey Day, but I'll take it um, on a Wednesday before I'm out of work. So, um, as we both know, you know, the spread and due to the COVID situation with the Ravens, um, lines moved drastically. Uh, I think um, Ravens are now 10-point uh, dogs against the Steelers, um, notably without Lamar Jackson in um, as quarterback. So going to be a definitely, definitely a different C, um, not Seahawks, but um, Ravens that we've seen, birds, different, uh, different breeds, same bird. Um, different you know, team that we've seen from the Ravens all season, I think. Um, but I don't know. Pat, obviously I'm going to kick this to you first and foremost. I know you have a play on this game, but um, – you know, I'll give my comments after, but more or less, I, I'm kind of leaning towards the same side I was on beforehand um, for Turkey Day. But Pat, I'll uh, I'll kick it to you first. Uh, well, I mean, to start this game, I I bought the Steelers at four and a half uh, last week. That bet got canceled uh, by our book. Uh, I don't know if that happened to anybody else, but my bet got canceled. That does not deter me from what I'm about to do in this game Wednesday afternoon this is a 3 p.m game the Steelers are going to roll over the Ravens and I say this having the Ravens defense as my starter in fantasy right now I'm saying this is a spot game okay so first off everybody knows there's no Lamar theoretically J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram could play uh, on Wednesday Uh, but even if they do I don't think it's going to make much of a difference the Steelers defense is pretty good real kicker for me is the spot and the spot is the the Steelers are pissed. Uh, they've had two games now, one against the Titans, one against the Ravens that have postponed their schedule and uh, really kinked their schedule um, for what they have to do in the future. So now the Steelers had to play another game on Monday night, which was supposed to be on Sunday. That's a pretty fast turnaround, actually the, one of the fastest turnarounds in, uh, in the NFL you could see. So Steelers are going to stomp over the Ravens. 
Um, I take the 10, I lay the 10. Uh, I don't love it. I'm not telling you to keep it at the lock, but I think this is a good spot for the Ravens to know their place and uh, eat the points that they are due. Um, the COVID protocols they don't follow. I think it's a good spot for the Raven or for the Steelers to just stomp over the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely kind of, you know, the common sense pick, I'd say, you know, with everything going down with the Ravens and, you know, them not having their star um, quarterback that they've had all season. I think it's, you know, common sense would tell you to, you know, go with the Steelers, 10 points, 14 points, whatever it is, they're going to roll. They're undefeated, 11-0 and now. Um, seems like a pretty easy win for them. I'm going to take the opposite. I think – that the Steelers definitely went out right, no doubt. Think they're going to go 12 and 0 going into this new week, but I don't know. Something about me tells me that laying 10 points is just way too much for a Ravens team, regardless of Lamar Jackson. Um, I do think hey, who, who's do, who's doing it, McSorley or, or RG three? <laughs> I mean, I mean, RG3. Do, I mean it's got to be RG three. I mean, I think I'm, I'm going to put. I think that they. Regardless of how the basically the game progresses, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. That's why I'm saying 10 points might be just too many. Um, I think the Ravens will try to run it down, draw the clock out, give themselves the best chance, uh, keep the ball out of the offense. Not to say defense for the Steelers is you know one of the best in the NFL. So I don't know. It's more so just Mike, the you know fading people, common sense. Mike, do you know how many people are out for the Ravens right now? Yeah, there's a shitload. I'm looking at the list right now. And I'm still saying <laughs> something tells lot. me you can't take 10 on a Ravens. I'll probably I, be wrong. Uh, I, uh, agree. Uh, I mean, I, I was initially on the Ravens. I thought it was a spot game uh, prior to all the, 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 the COVID um, kind of the COVID list guys, you know, yeah. JK Dobbins, uh, Hollywood Brown, and then obviously Lamar Jackson out with this, but um I initially thought it was a spot game where the Ravens need to win this. It, I mean, the Steelers are not a 10 and 0 team. I think we can all kind of agree there that I agree. I agree. They're I not agree. a 10 and 0 team. And, and this was a perfect setup for you got a six and five. What are they? Six and five, six and four. Where are the Ravens? Six and five. I they don't have so. a great record. No. They, have, they have a pretty underwhelming record. And I thought it was a great spot game for them to actually, you know, get a win against a, uh, AFC North rival, you know, no love loss between these two, as they always say. Um, Ravens are six and four. This is six and four. So exactly. I mean, I mean, that's a pretty mediocre record for what I mean, people were anticipating coming into the season, especially what they put up last year. So I thought they would would show up, cover that spread. But now with all the injuries out, I mean, RG3 covering 10 points against the Steelers. I don't know. What, what's the over-under on this? Because I might take the under. Because I don't see the Ravens score a lot of points. I don't think I don't the over-under has moved. It's 42. Um, yeah. It's 42. It's down, I mean, actually. Uh, I, could see, I could see a classic AFC North battle where it's like, you know, 20 to 9. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, the Steelers take it. I, I, I just don't see a lot of points scored in this game. I, I, I don't have – much will play besides that, probably. I guess you can put me down for the under in this game. 42. I love that. Very low number, too. Jack, no, I like that. I think that the Steelers are, like, a team that plays to win games more than, like, crush teams, run oh, the system. Oh, they absolutely do. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they'll play yep. to their opponent more than like, you know, the chiefs who will just roll whoever. So I totally agree with you. And I, now that you say it, I like that under 42 as well. It's um, a very low number. It's a very, very low number, but I, I honestly might feel, I might feel more confident in the under than taking a side on that 10 point spread personally. It's, it's just a like weird, a weird spot. It's a, Wednesday, it's, a, it's a Wednesday game too. I mean, you have to think about the circumstances. I mean, totally. All right. So, so here's where I jump back in. What? If you wanted me back in, here I am. Okay. Everybody and their everybody and their mother did not want this game to get postponed. Okay, this is supposed to be a Thanksgiving night game. It's going to be a great game to end the day. We were talking about it last week. It was going to be awesome. Uh, oh, that game yeah. got postponed. It's supposed to be Sunday. That game gets postponed. It's supposed to be Monday. Gets postponed Tuesday. Tuesday to Wednesday. If anybody is pissed off here, it is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, Juju they don't want to play. The they don't want to play though. They don't want to play. They want to roll over the Ravens and then show the entire AFC that they're here to here to play. Not to mention that the Ravens are a negative number ATS and the Steelers are eight and two ATS. I mean, ten points. I'm like, I'd like fourteen. I mean, I, I'm not going to hang my head on this game. I'm not going to say that this is a lock of the century. But how do you, as Pittsburgh, walk into this game pissed off on a Wednesday when you don't want to be playing? You have to play another game on Monday. How do you walk into this game playing against a team that does not have a quarterback and not roll over them? How do you not roll them? That's the only thing that's getting me. And I'll lay 10, and I'm happy doing it. I'm not going to hang my hat on it, but I love 10. Well, I, uh, I'm i going to take the Ravens. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the 10, and I'm going to take the under, too. I do like the under. Um, but I'm going to take the Ravens, you know, it's kind of a fade Pat pick as well as just, you know, it's going to be a low scoring game. I agree with train and Steelers are going to score 45 alone. I mean, I don't know. I just don't see come that. On, come on. I, this is, this is I, a big 12 football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. The juice is getting the Pat's head as we can all hear and see, but I just, I'm, I'm surprised <laughs> that you guys are still supporting a team that a is, a is a laughing stock of the NFL right now with the COVID cases that are outbreaking right now. They have 20 down at least. And uh, their their quarterback is out. They're going to have to change the whole scheme. And you guys are still supporting this team just because it's a double-digit spread. I'm taking the I'm taking the 10. With the, the, the only team I'm laying more than in double digits with is the Chiefs or the Saints with no – with. All right, all right, take having... the Chiefs this week. Take the Chiefs this week against the Broncos. Minus 14, do it. I mean, I don't know why you're so sold on this Broncos team. Like, they don't have a fucking quarterback. But I, you're never, like, I never uh, said I was they, sold They do now. They, they do now. They do now. Oh, they're back. But, I mean, on Sunday, on Sunday, Pat was like, money line, Broncos. Like, Plus a thousand. Me? Great. Well, bet. that was a fun bet. That's just a fun I think that bet. Was, yeah, that was a sensationalist pick. That was just like, great bet. Dude, you go nine I and mean, one. <laughs> you go nine and one the first slate. They're not going to take the fucking Denver Broncos. Uh, that's that's fair. If you're going it, nine and one, if it, if it hits you, if it hits you, tell your grandkids about it. <laughs> Kendall Hinton playing quarterback. Are you kidding me? It would have been electric. But dude. That's the thing. Like, there are fun bets too. Like, not every not every yeah. bet we place is like <laughs> not every bet we place is intended to make money. It's there's, just the fact there, that there, there's there's some enjoyment out of this. No, I know. Dude, that's I'm like, saying that's like, why. Like, like, it's true. There's some enjoyment too. in losing money. Yeah, in poker, sometimes I just want to see the cards. I don't care if they're better. I want to <laughs> see them. <laughs> totally. 
Um, I don't care what it costs me. I'm not folding. I want to know what you have. Right. And I mean, yes, I just put like the $10 minimum bet on the Broncos. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm with this, but then I turned it off in like five minutes because it was absolute <laughs> piece of junk. Oh my gosh. Wait, train the other day, not to go back to, uh, what were we talking about? College football, I think, when you talked about a, a shit sandwich, which is when you bet a team, they're losing by like too much, so you bet the other side, and then that doesn't even it. And then they cover. Yeah. Then they... Dude, a poop sandwich, man. That's, that's the poop sandwich. You you, you 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 bet a side, and then you, and then you see it, it. It starts with a folder. It's like shit. I completely got it wrong, and then you just fucking double down on the other side, and then ends up falling in the middle. I mean, you're just in a poop sandwich there. I mean, you're just not a winner. You're just eating a poop sandwich. Dude, that was me. I forget. I forget what game that was on, but like. I was looking at like a seventy dollars. That was that was U- Utah, 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 Washington. That was a poop sandwich for you. Yeah, you, bet, you bet Washington minus seven, and then uh, and then live bet Utah. Like, I think minus seven, and then yeah. Washington won by three. Yeah, that was that was, that was a poop sandwich. Exactly. Uh, anyway, sorry for the tangent there, boys. That was just no, no. no. I mean, I mean, that's some terminology there. That's a, that's a poop sandwich. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it, it hits, it hits you. Like, I mean, we've all. I mean, I've been there with a poop sandwich before. <laughs> and you're just munching on it. Yeah, I mean, you're just throwing yeah, it back. You learn. You learn. <laughs> oh, all right. Taste the shit the first time. You don't want to take the second bite, but you can't help it. <laughs> you have to. Have to. Coach, obviously, a miscalculation there, and you're upset. Tell yeah, me about it. Yeah, very upset. We should have been in a ball game with fast field goal. The coach had sent him in. We shouldn't have sent him in. That's a dang coaching mistake. That the kids are playing their tail off, and the coaches are screwing it up. But all right, boys, we're, we're moving on to the weekend here. Uh, college yes, football. Yes, let's go. Um, let's go. For this weekend, um, my, I have a Friday pick before I give train the reins for Saturday. I, I'm going to take the Raging Cajuns um, plus two against Appalachian State. I think I like that they I are like a that. they're a good team against the spread as dogs. Um, as well as I just you know, there's nothing I don't love more than a Raging Cajun. So I'm going to take it, take the plus is two. That, is that is that on the road up in Boone, North Carolina? Yeah, I, I believe it is. <laughs> I don't think it matters. I don't think there are any fans in the stands. But, um, but I, uh, I have no, I, I have no play in that game. I'm, I'm, I'm just giving you our time. That, um, that's my Friday pick. Um, other than that, train, I'll, I'll kick it to you for the Saturday slate. I got a few myself, but obviously, I know um, college football is where you thrive. So I'm going to throw it your way. Uh, so I'll start on Friday night as well. Uh, it's a later game. I, um, I got UNLV plus twenty eight against Boise State. Um, wow, Boise, Boise yeah. State traveling away from the blue turf. Um, train only bets the blue turf. For, from, from from my memory, I, I do not believe that Boise State plays well away from the blue turf. Uh, I know either this past week or two weeks prior, they won by a touchdown. They were a double digit favorite against Hawaii on the road. Obviously, that's a couple uh, it's a couple time zones away, but down in Las Vegas. I don't know. I think I think I think it's a perfect opportunity for Boise State to trip up against an op- opponent that is clearly not as good as them. So I see UNLV covering a heavy twenty-eight. 
Um, a lot of points. That is my that is that is my Friday pick. That is that, that is where it's at. And and honestly, Pat, you, you can stat check me what Boise State's record ATS is on the road, but I I I, have, I, I do not believe they have a very good record on the road against the spread. So I, I think this kind of feeds my uh, feeds my pick here. So I will feel the fire. I'll flip in the Saturday here. First one on my list here is Auburn plus seven. Uh, playing Texas A&M. Texas A&M is my kryptonite. Um, I, I, think, I think I might be 0-12 betting on Texas A&M. Uh, I, I frequently bet them thinking, yeah, they're going to cover this four and a half against some SEC West team. They never do. Um, and Auburn, I know Auburn's gotten a lot of slack this year. I think Bo Nix is actually a legitimate quarterback, regardless of what critics say. But I think they have what it takes to uh, to cover uh, a touchdown spread against Texas A&M. That's, that's, a, and, that's a pretty good pick. I mean, I'm not – it's kind of a stay away game for me just because I'm the same mindset as you. I don't like betting Texas A&M because I've lost money on them before, but Auburn, I just don't know if I could back either side. Like Auburn got demolished uh, by Bama. Understandable. They did. But they got smoked. But did you see how they covered against LSU? I mean, they won 48, 11. I mean, I mean, they had a huge cover there. I, I think, I think Bama's a different animal when it comes to SEC West. And I think, Texas A&M, they underperform some games and then they show up other games. And I've just been on the wrong side too many times where it's it's like Texas A&M, Texas, Michigan. Those three teams just kill me every time. And um, Auburn, I just I just like this number. I think it's opened up at three and a half and it's it's doubled since then. So, yeah. Dude, AM AM killed us this past weekend. They, they built did. a slow I, lead over a brutal game, the worst yeah. game ever. And then and then it was you know last second garbage TD. No, they did. So, and, um, but I agree. I like the Auburn pick. I like the Auburn pick, you know, almost to that, you know, to that end. Um, I mean, I think I think they have the talent to cover a touchdown. I mean, this could very well be, I mean. Texas A&M could easily blow them out, but I, th- I think Auburn has the talent. I think they have uh, the playmakers on offense to to cover the seven points. But I, if I could chime in there for a second, I do think coming off that loss against Bama, I think they have a little bit of a fire underneath them. Just absolutely, uh, I think that's know, yeah. another great point. Yeah, being a low ranked team there and uh, losing to Bama that bad in the uh, Iron Bowl, that's pretty bad. And then on top of it, too, Texas A&M looked like dog shit. I know everybody here bet on them in uh, their game against LSU, which was easily the worst uh, college football game I had watched all season. Um, and they didn't even cover, which was even worse. But um, I, I said earlier, my pick um, for a future, Mike was asking for futures. I still like Alabama to win the chip, but – my other pick was Texas A&M to miss the college football playoff. I think a little too, they're fifth ranked right now, very doable. They can definitely make it in, but I think Clemson beats Notre Dame and Texas A&M gets left on the outside. Even if they went out, I just don't, 
I think I this might be a nice little money different. line pick for you for Auburn if you if you got if you got Texas A&M miss, missing the playoffs. I mean, I don't know if just, I don't know if Auburn is what I throw it on. It's more so just betting on the other teams that are better than Texas A&M. I mean, the Texas A&M had the closest game to Vanderbilt, which is the worst team I have seen was, in the was, entire was, college football. That was first game of the season. Yeah, call it a fluke. Call yeah. whatever you want. Yeah, no, that I agree. Matter. That was that was a. It was the worst game. And then you watch the LSU game. It's it's impossible for me to bet on Texas A&M again. I hope to God they win the championship just so that I can eat my words. But they are so, so, so bad in my eyes. And I cannot uh, cannot lay the points with them. Can, or can't even take the points with them. I, I don't like them at all. Train, can I, uh, can I interject here? Um, yeah. So I was just looking at some of the lines, and I see that LSU Bama is minus 29 and a half for Bama right now. But then yeah. I also, so I was like, all right, clearly there's some sort of news. They wouldn't be like that. You hear this receiver, their number one receiver just opted out of the season after the game against a and last week. LSU? Yeah. Yeah. Terrence yeah, Marshall. Terrence Marshall, yeah. yeah. LSU, opted I mean, out of the whole season. No, that 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 game's not that game's not even my slate because it's it's such a big number and LSU. This is it's clearly not the LSU team that won the championship last year. Yeah. Um, beyond Joe Burrow, I mean, they lost like a, a number. Like I think they lost Justin Jefferson. Jamar Chase opted out of the season before it even started. I mean, they lost a number of guys on defense. It, it, yeah. It's just not the same team. Obviously, they, they came down with a number of issues off the field. I think there was some. Uh, report that came out that LSU athletics department didn't report um, some sexual misconduct issues. So uh, I think LSU as a whole, the program is, is not in a good spot right now. And I don't even have that on my plate because 29 and a half, I know it's Alabama LSU. You think like that's going to be a, you know, a, a great game, but, I, 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 I think Alabama's going to win it handily, but I don't know if it's going to be 20, 29 and a half. I love you Coach know? O. I love yeah, Coach yeah. O. And, and out of spite just right now for how shit this team looks, after watching that Texas A&M game, I'm going to take Bama. Didn't even have it on my slate, but I'm going to take it right now. I, I, I like the over in it. What's the number I, for I, the over? It, it was, it was half. Oh, that's gone high. I saw I saw it at 66 earlier. I kind of like that. How many points did LSU score last week? It was definitely less than 14. Seven. Seven. But Garbage. I think I think I mean I think Alabama hangs like 56 on them. I think Alabama's offense is very heavy, but I mean right. that's that's not a matter of I mean yo, and I think yeah. I think Alabama relishes the chance for like the history of their school yeah. to go it's, in there and fuck it, LSU up. Yeah, no, Saban's petty like that, where, like, he'll – I mean, Saban also coached LSU, so, I mean, like, he he, he takes that – those yeah, games totally. kind of personally. Totally. So might but, be the first uh, live podcast, you know, actually, 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 I, I actually might be on the under in that game because I actually think – I thought it was going to be more so, like – I don't know if you guys remember, like, 2012 when it was, like, a 9-6 SEC championship. Or remember when Alabama and SEC – and uh, Alabama – LSU played in the, uh, the national championship. You remember that year? Like two SEC teams played. Yeah. Yep. It, it was like it was like it, it might have been twenty twelve, but it, the score was like nine to six. There wasn't a touchdown scored, so I I might feel like it's kind of 
that type of game where it's just going to be like a battle in the trenches. And 2011. I don't 2011, think that's right? I take 29. Yeah. No. Lay it, lay it every day. Uh, yeah, they could lay it. Gotcha. But, um, Anyways, just wanted to interject there quickly. Sorry. No. Nah, nah, next, my board. This is this is this is uh this is the only time you will be able to play this team all season. Kansas plus 27. I know. <laughs> I know. Mean. I know. I know. I know. We'll, we'll hold on to your seeds because they're playing Texas Tech, and Texas Tech, it has has also. You're not, even, them. you're not even buying the point. You're not even going to get to the 28. No, first. nope, nope. I'll take 27 because I think it will probably be like an 18 point game at best. I think Texas Tech, also bottom theater at the bottom of the Big 12. Obviously, they're at the bottom of the trough like Kansas is, but. I think Texas Tech, they're susceptible to these games against these lesser opponents where they just – honestly, I mean, they, they could lose this game easily or it could come down to the end. Texas Tech's the team that will play uh, a good Big 12 team tough. We saw earlier this season against Texas, they, they were within a score. They were up like two scores with like under three minutes left and Texas came back and won. Um, I, I, I just don't think Texas Tech – can cover 27. So I think this is a great opportunity to finally bet Kansas. I think they're probably, I don't know what their record is, but I think they're like one and seven against the spread. 27 is just so many points for any team. It is. It is. And Texas Tech is not a team that should be laying 27. That's what I'm saying. Gotcha. Um, so my next pick, Nebraska money line. Nebraska money line. I think Scott Frost, he needs to win this or he's going to get fired. Uh, this they're, is playing Purdue. Playing Purdue. Purdue. Yeah. Playing Purdue. And Purdue, there, there's a lot of mysteries there. Rondell Moore didn't play the first couple games of the season. He played one. I don't know if he's played since. Um, he's an electric receiver. And I don't know if he's available for this game. But Nebraska, I mean, Nebraska's 1 4. If they lose to Purdue and go 1 5, I, I mean, they label themselves as this perennial powerhouse. I don't see how Scott Frost is living another day in Lincoln, Nebraska, if he loses this game. So I think they're they're plus two right now. I would take the money line. I like Put, that. Putting too. all your faith in McCaffrey. McCaffrey. McCaffrey or Martinez. And, and listen, I'm, I'm the biggest Nebraska hater because they, they do portray themselves as this big powerhouse football program, but they haven't won, like, in our lifetime. I mean, they haven't won since the 90s. And uh, they have Martinez and they have McCaffrey. Martinez was supposedly heralded as this great recruit that ended up getting hurt. Uh, so you got to give him a little bit of credit. But he's, he's split in time with, uh, I think, I don't know if he's a true freshman or a redshirt freshman, but Luke McCaffrey, younger brother of Christian. <laughs> Um, and I don't know. They they got to figure out the offense a little bit. I hate I hate the splitting time at quarterback. But uh, next pick on the list is Ohio State minus twenty four. Ryan Day is not going to be back from coronavirus, but that's all right. I think Michigan. I think this is more so a play against Michigan State. Um, Michigan State's one of those teams I try to like play the trend. I, I picked them last week against Northwestern. They won outright. Um, I, I knew that's a tough game for Northwestern. I, I, I got beat on it last year. Northwestern went up to East Lansing and 
they were like a seven point favorite last year and they lost outright. And I knew, I, I just had a feeling it was going to happen this year. So I, I, I just see Ohio state covering the spread against a, a pretty mediocre Michigan state team. They have been bad. Train, at uh, spread. Dude, uh, the spreads already moved to 23 and a half. So I think, you know, so get, get it at 23 and a half. I mean, I mean, I think get it at yeah. 23 and a half. That's an even better number because I think they didn't cover against Rutgers or Indiana. I think this is their time to cover. They, they the last I think they're the only game they covered was against Nebraska, and I think this is the one to do it. And uh, I agree. I'm on. I'm on Ohio State minus twenty four two. I think maybe Michigan maybe it sucks. So. This is maybe my big pick, uh, Liberty plus eight against Coastal Carolina. So I love the dogs this week. The Liberty especially. College game day, going down to Conway, South Carolina. It's already but, eight and uh, a half train. It's already eight and a half. Are you kidding me? I think it opened up at three and a half. I mean, this is this is this is doubling, or, or yeah. more than doubling, but. Uh, I like Liberty. I like I, I no. I like Liberty plus eight and a half. I think too many people have been uh, drinking that Kool Aid that they're serving down in Myrtle Beach, which is hey, essentially I'm a, just I'm a, a bunch of rail drinks. me has never been a profitable in, uh, endeavor. I don't know. I think I think the Coastal Carolina, Chance. the Coastal Carolina Kool Aid, which is just a bunch of rail drinks from the boardwalk <laughs> in Myrtle Beach. <laughs> In, in in novelty cups, I think I think that I think the hangover is gonna gonna hurt a little bit tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. But I I, I like I like Liberty plus eight and a half. And then I, uh, I don't Ak- hate it. Akron Akron minus three in in the toilet bowl. We got Akron Bowling Green, maybe arguably the two worst teams in FBS football. Um, going head to head. That's maxing for you, baby. Maction right there. I no, mean, more like the bets. no more maxing bets. No more maxing bets. Except for Akron minus three, Mike. Put this, on, <laughs> put this on your card. Akron minus three. What's your confidence in that pick? Uh, it's pretty high. I mean, okay. this is these are these are the two worst teams in in the, Zeps? In, in the Mac. Uh, I mean, the yeah the Zips the Zips versus the uh, mm-hmm. the Falcons of Bowling Green. Absolutely. Uh, all right awesome all right, I'm gonna, yes i'm gonna rattle off these ones syracuse plus 33 and a half against notre dame any any comments there no I, no BC I minus, I, dc hammer hammer bc bc plus six and a half I yes think, i think that i think we know where to go there yeah. arizona I, that's one of my big ones is bc arizona plus seven and a half against colorado an unproven colorado team and then UCLA, Arizona State, over 55. Hey, Train, check me on this one. Um, with that Syracuse bet, which I already just locked in because uh, I love that. Um, they're playing Notre Dame. Uh, what was their spread against Clemson? Because they played Clemson earlier, didn't they? Their spread against Clemson, it may have been up to 38. I think it opened up at like mid-30s. 
and they're only getting five points plus on Notre Dame. I'll take that every day of the week and twice on Sunday. I did. We we both bet Notre Dame money line against Clemson. Well, I think it, I think uh, it's a, when they played, but uh, I think it, personally, I don't see uh, Notre Dame getting by Clemson in the ACC championship. I don't know if that's just me. Um, I'm pretty adamant about that. I really don't think that Notre Dame will win two of those games against Clemson, especially with all the Notre Dame fans being high on that game. So uh, I'm pretty adamant about that. And I, I actually love that Syracuse pick against Notre Dame. I just don't even think they can score 35, let alone hold yeah. a shit-ass Syracuse team to zero. Well, I, I think it's a good talking point because – I think Notre Dame knows where they are right now. I think they feel like they have an easy path to the championship. Even if they lose the Clemson, they still have a good opportunity to make the college football playoff. Um, it, and I, if they beat Syracuse by 28, nobody's going to be, be looking at the spread being like Notre Dame didn't cover the spread. So like they shouldn't be in the college football playoff. Uh, you know, if it's a one score game, maybe they'll look at the game, but I just don't see them having the firepower to actually take down a number that big, especially who can score some garbage points. I like it. Love that. I pick. Agree. Any other picks, Jay? That's it. I, I got more picks, but that's it for the pod. No, I like it. Um, perfect one, 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 one I might just tail I'm one I might tail there just because of our experience last week and getting the shit sandwich from Utah is Oregon State plus 11 and a half no that's on, that's on my board that I, I did decide not to discuss that but I think that's a good ride from last week oh wait think, but is did they did their quarterback tear his hamstring though I wonder remember he was like out on the it's a good question. Tristan Gebbia, Jebbia. Where is yeah, my we boy? Gotta, um, we got to look at my, my boy Chance. Uh, <laughs> that's another one. Cause I also had Eastern Michigan on my board. It was like plus 14. And I was like, that's a crazy line. And there must Chance be Nolan. Chance Nolan, the backup for the bees. Anyway, that's a, that, that's a permanent backup quarterback name. Yeah. It's amazing. Take it, take a chance on Nolan. Amazing. More of a fade Utah pick than it is in Oregon State after last week. Yeah. But um, no, awesome. I think you know college football um, trains hands, as we say. But I do love, I, I love Ohio State minus twenty four. Love BC plus six. Um, and obviously, I, I like my raging Cajuns too. But I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tell your picks as I normally try to do. Train, I think. You know, if the kid's hot, why why go against them? But I do like um, Bama to to try to cover as well. I think they're my team to win the win the championship. I got a future on them as well. But I think I think they just gotta they're gonna roll LSU as well. But um, Pat, do you have any other college football picks you want to talk about before we get into the NFL? I uh, didn't really want to jump into college football as much um, this week, but I definitely do love your fade the Mountaineers this week I, I hate to say it I mean I'm a Raging Cajuns fan I'm a Mountaineers fan it's hard to hard to pick and the Mountaineers are coming off a bad ATS loss against the Shants which everybody knows I love um, so I don't love trains pick there on the against the Shants 
Uh, I don't think they'll cover the eight and a half, so I do like the that pick there. But for the open line, I do love the shots. But I'm, I'm with you there on Mike. Um, I don't think the uh, the Mountaineers cover this one, and I think they lose to the to the Raging Cajuns. But I'm more NFL this week, so ready when you are. Perfect. The MVP front runner. If anybody else got to say something different about that, then come see me. Yeah. I'm right here in Beemore outside the bank. If you got an issue with that, come see me. I'm about that. Yeah, jumping right in, NFL uh, Week 13, um, a, a few good games, um, obviously important matchups all around, but um, early, early, obviously, it's it's kind of tough to try to keep up with all the COVID um, news, What's who's playing, who's not, who's going to be starting, who isn't. Um, for me, I think a few games, obviously, are jumping out early, um, I think. The Pats and Chargers are going to be a great game. I think Monday Night Football is going to be awesome. Buffalo versus San Fran. Just saw the brand new San Francisco 49ers back to the team um, that we remember them to be um, with, you know, all their key players practically back in the lineup. So I think that's going to be a great game too. How about them playing in uh, Arizona though? It's definitely, I don't know. I think Santa Clara County, absolutely cocking. The NFL. <laughs> I don't I don't I personally don't think it's going to make a difference because there's not a lot of fans um, regardless in the stands anymore it's kind of like they're playing just to play um, location doesn't matter truly except for weather um, but I think that's going to be a good game but in terms of picks early on for me um, the one there's a couple um, before I toss it to you Pat I'm going to take the Pats um, the line moved and open from um, minus one and a half charges to a, a pick them. Um, the Pats coming off a pretty good game against the Cardinals. I think um, Cam Newton's still kind of pissed off from his performance. I'm not really too happy with his performance past few games, um, but I just think it's more, I'm a Pats fan, so there's bias, but for me, it's the Chargers have always in the past few weeks, they've just found ways to fuck the game up for themselves. They lose it for themselves week after week after week. Um, so it's more of a fade to Chargers. I don't think much is going to change. Um, Justin Herbert is just he's, – he's a great athlete, but I just think he keeps he – just is, he's a rookie and he's playing as one. So um, a great rookie, but he just somehow fumbles in the last fourth quarter. So I'm going to take the Pats um, as my first pick. Pat, I know you're going to be upset, um, but I always have told myself since the last Super Bowl, I'm never going to bet against the Chiefs. So I am going to take the Chiefs minus 14 against the Broncos. It's not my lock pick. It's just um, a pick that I like um, early on here. I think the line's going to continue to move in favor of the Chiefs. So I just want to get in before it gets crept up to where towards 15, 16 points. Um Caddy, you're, you're fine with that at, at 14. Would you buy half a point maybe? No, I'm, I'm good with 14. I think if they're, if they're going to roll the Broncos, it's going to be by 20 or more. Um, Got you. I mean, they, the chiefs have been just an absolute juggernaut. I don't think they're going to stop anytime soon. However, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I do think that they're just going to have a great finish to their season. Um, the last two picks for me, the Titans minus five and a half. Um, I don't think the Browns can keep that game close whatsoever. Um, I think Derrick Henry had a great game. I know um, sometimes he doesn't have great back-to-back games, but I think, you know, when they put up that amount of points against the 
Colts defense. It's the best in the NFL, arguably, I think, you know, against the Browns who you don't even really think twice about their defense. I think it's going to be a pretty good game. I think I'll cover within a touchdown. Um, and then the last pick that I like is the Colts uh, minus three Texans. Unfortunately, um, Will Fuller with his um, performance enhancement uh, suspension recently uh, won't be back for the rest of the season Fuller, great, terrible loss for me for fantasy, but um, that along with just knowing the Colts coming back off a tough loss to the Titans this past week, three points against the Texans. Um, I think is a market overreaction to them being the Lions. I think that they do, the Colts come back and cover this within two, two touchdowns, maybe by 10 points. So I'll take the three all day and twice on Sunday. Uh, I love that pick. I those love are my, that those pick. are my picks thus far, Pat. I will, uh, I'll toss it to you. I know you can kick things off with you. Uh, yeah, Mike. So <laughs> hate to say it to you, bud, but I'm going to fade, 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 fade and take I'm going to – I've already bought the only game that i bought so far uh, for the next week. i bought two games. I've got the Indianapolis Colts at minus two and a half. It's at three and a half right now. I'm sorry that this is a late podcast. That game right there, I think that line has a little bit to do with Will Fuller being out. He was top ten in receiving yards and touchdowns. Um, pretty important player. And I do think that the Houston Texans take a little layoff here that Indianapolis Colts defense is due for a victory after the Titans. So I do like that line. That's an early buy. Uh, three and a half is a little bit of a tough line, but I do think that the Colts steam over the Texans. But I'm going to fade Mike on a couple of these picks here. I'm not going to block these in. Obviously, everybody here who bets the NFL knows that we should wait and see what the lines are like, but you need to attack when you need to attack. That Chargers line. I am very much hoping that the Patriots get a little bit more public money. Uh, they're already getting a little bit. Wait for that to go to about two. Uh, I think it'll get there. I hope it'll get there. But we're taking the Chargers money line on that one. Uh, that's free money. Um, give me the uh, – so this this Cleveland Browns-Tennessee Titans game. Very interesting game. Okay, this is a six-month spread right now. It opened at three. I am a big proponent of the uh, Browns playing every opponent that they play, whether it's good or bad, pretty close, other than the Steelers game in the early season and the uh, Ravens game in the early season. Um, they've played everybody pretty much the exact same, whether it's a good or a bad team. I think that game could be less than a touchdown. We're going to wait until that gets to about seven. And I think it could get there. People are high on the Titans right now. Let the public buy that up, and then we'll take the Browns at seven. So don't touch that yet. Um, uh, you know, I want to ride the dirty birds, uh, take Falcons money line against the saints. Taysom Hill is too hot, uh, two and zero as a starter. I don't like that at all. And the Falcons got crushed by them 24 to nine and they're showing two weeks ago. So I, I do like the Falcons in that spot. Another spot game for me. Um, real kickers here. I don't know how you can lay 14 points with the chiefs. And if that line got to 16 and a half, would eat my sock on this fucking podcast. There is no way in hell that line gets to 16 and a half. There's no shot whatsoever. That line will get above 14, maybe 15, 15 and a half. No way it gets to 16, not a shot. And there's no way, I don't even think it would get to 15, but um, we're going to stay there. I mean, that's a, that's a later pick anyway. That's a, a Sunday night game. We don't have to worry about it. Um, so we got the chargers. Um, I do like, 
the Green Bay Packers. I know everybody's just saw a really bad beat um, from the Philadelphia Eagles coming back to cover that spread against the uh, Seattle Seahawks. The real kicker here is that the, the Packers are hot right now. They were 0-2 ATS before going into their game against the Bears, which they blew out. Uh, I know nine is a lot to lay. I don't think this is a, a spot you should be scared about laying more than a touchdown. I think that Aaron Rodgers does really well um, regular season, and then he might – I don't want to say it outright, but I, I don't think that they're going to do very great in the playoffs. But I do think that this is a very easily – uh, coverable spread against the Philadelphia Eagles team. That's a little distraught. Um, same thing with the Patriots. The Chargers are going to roll over them. Uh, Patriots are a defeated team. The Chargers still fighting them, even though they've lost a lot of close games. I think that gets uh, a little boost to them. So the big pick right now is the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, if you bought that early, I love it. Uh, as for next week, the uh, Steelers-Washington game got moved to Monday. And I know I'm biased. I get it. I understand that. But if you're laying 10 – right against a Ravens team that has 20 players off on COVID, whether they're starters or not. Uh, that's a lot of people, especially your starting quarterback. And you're only laying 10 to the Ravens. You're going to lay 10 to the fourth best defense in the league. Give me the 10 points. Uh, take that now. I think that's going to go down. I think it already has gone down. I think it's about nine and a half right now. I do like the double digit uh, spread cover with uh, the Washington football team at 10. And then um, finally, I would have to say that the most intriguing game to me is this Bengals-Dolphins game. I'm seeing 11 and a half. I've seen 11 and a half. I'm staring at 11 and a half. Hasn't moved from 11 and a half. I really, 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 really want to see how this game goes. If that number stays where it is, then we are riding the Dolphins for sure. But I, I do think the Bengals could cover that. And I know that that's a weird lay. I know double-digit lay is a tough lay. But if this number is staying there, then that's that's there for a reason. I lo- I looked at this line. I thought it was ridiculous. I said there's no way that the Dolphins are covering. But if that number's staying at 11 and a half, I'm gonna ride 11 and a half come Sunday. Granted, everybody is looking at these lines. Everybody who's watching the NFL Sunday, make sure you know where the movement is going. If that number goes up, then we're taking the Bengals. I uh, I can't imagine the Dolphins even with Tua back. Can't imagine they win by more than two touchdowns. But at the same time, if that number is that high already, especially after the uh, the Browns were six-and-a-half-point favorites and they couldn't cover, if, if the Dolphins are 11-and-a-half-point favorites that stays there, I like it. We'll take it. Um, so that's basically my picks for now. Definitely take the Colts as early as you can. I know it's three-and-a-half right now. That's pretty shitty. Um, as for early bets, that was my only one. I got a two and a half. I'm sorry. We're a little late to the podcast. Uh, I also love the Arizona Cardinals money line. I know it's hard to fade a Rams team, especially coming after a loss. Um, that's going to be one we have to watch. We're going to hope it gets above that three number because it's going to be hard to do the money line, even at home, uh, getting three points at, you can take three. I haven't taken anything yet. I wouldn't take the three, wouldn't take the money line yet. I want to wait to see if uh, the public is really that high on the Rams. So we're going to see if that number goes up a little bit. But in the grand scheme of it all, I like the Packers. I like the Chargers. I like the Colts. I like the Falcons. And I might, I might, I might like the Dolphins. Wow. So you're going to, you're going to trust the public 
public sort of whatever. You're going to trust the line movement on the Dolphins more than your own eye test. No, so so this this spread is at eleven and a half, right? So this is no mid spread. This isn't a football spread. A football spread would be ten. A football spread would be thirteen. A football spread would be fourteen. A football spread. What's a, is what's seven. a what, what is a fo- football spread? Something near a score? Something yeah, like a based, feasible based a, a feasible score. score. So like if you had a touchdown and a field goal, you're winning by ten. If you had a two touchdown right. lead, you're winning by fourteen. If you had a touchdown yeah, lead, you're yeah, winning yeah. by seven. This line is at eleven and a half. It's a very weird number. So theoretically, people should be buying the Bengals to bring this thing down. And so far, this thing has not been bought down yet. It's still sitting at 11 and a half. And if it's sitting there at 11 and a half, I'm going to take the Dolphins. If it gets bought down a little bit, I'm probably going to stay away. And then if this gets bought up to 13, 14, there's logic in taking the Bengals. But overall, so we're at, we're, we're is at 11 Bengals and a half. We're plus at 11 and a half. Bengals plus 11 and a half. Yep. Dolphins. No. Dolphins are minus 11 and a half. Correct. Exactly. All right. Do uh, you think that number's going to go up from there? I feel like it's only going to go up. That's what I'm trying to say. So this, uh, this, this is the number to watch. I said out of all games, this is the number to watch. If this line moves, you can get an idea of where to go. But as of right now, if this line stays at 11 and a half, we're riding the Dolphins. If it moves really? to 10, then don't touch. If it moves to 13, I would say don't even touch. Like, I think it's a shit game. Wouldn't do it. But if it stays at 11 and a half and it doesn't move from there, there's no middle from any betting perspective. You could buy the the Bengals would be the logical choice, but you got to go illogical here and go Dolphins if it stays at 11 and a half. I feel like it's even a trap at 11 and a half. It could be a trap. The point point of betting against the spread in the NFL is that you pick the lines that you don't like sometimes. And one of the lines that I hate is the Dolphins minus 11 and a half. Yeah. I'll take that number if it doesn't move. Yeah, that's that's an interesting point. I think, I mean. It's a great point. I mean, yeah, I I think we're all in agreement. We'll we'll take the the Dolphins minus 11 and a half it stays the same. I think just because, as you mentioned, Pat, the logic in my head would be it's going to get bought down because everyone and their mother would be on Cincinnati over a double-digit spread against It's a double-digit spread. It makes yeah. t- you just can't you can't lay double digits in the NFL to teams yep. unless they're the Chiefs. Look at the opinion. wacky numbers. Look at the wacky numbers. Take the wacky numbers when you need to. And 11 and a half is a terrible football number, and I, I will take that if it stays there. I agree. But yeah, this is Pat, not it seems something like you buy early. This is not something you buy early, though. This is something you wait till Sunday, see how it goes, take them when it's there. What if it's at eight and a half on Sunday? Eight and a half? Yeah. Dolphins. Don't touch. If it moves, if it moves anywhere, if it's ten and a half, you can still take the dolphins. But if it's ten or thirteen, do not touch. That's I think it's getting down to single digits by by game time. Just, just I bet it, I bet it won't. I bet it'll stay almost really? exactly where it is. I bet the lowest it goes is ten and a half. It's a trick game. It's a trick game. No, no, it is Dolphins, a trick game. The Dolphins did not look great last week with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Obviously, two is coming back, and the Bengals looked phenomenal against the Giants. This is a this is a spread you look at and you go, there is no way that the Bengals don't cover a double digit spread. And then you have to say, wait a minute, if that's my my first option, 
and maybe the Dolphins are the right pick. And you look at the Dolphins, if that number stays at 11 and a half, it's, it's the pick. So you think Vegas is holding that line? And like it's not, not it's being not really, influenced by the public. So about that. They can't hold it at 11 and a half. They would hold it at 10 and a half or 12 and a half. They wouldn't hold it at a non-football number like 11 and a half. This is just a, a weird, weird line. It is. Very strange. But we'll, we'll, we'll stay tuned, and obviously it'll be a good talking point for next week's pod as we regroup to see what happened there and what we took. Um Cole train any any NFL picks early. I know um, normally we like to wait till the day before, but um, just wanted to cover the games that we liked thus far um, before we drop the episode. Yeah, I'll hand it to Train, and maybe I'll just like give give a pick or agree or disagree. But I think he's more locked in than I am for sure. Uh, NFL, I, I I'm definitely a morning of guy. Waking up on Sunday morning, making my picks, but. Uh, tomorrow night, I definitely do like that under at 42. Um, I do like the Jaguars at plus nine and a half. I like that as well. It's kind of, I didn't have the, the stones to throw it out there. Um, bit nobody does as to what, what Pat would have said of that one, but um, it definitely, I, I, I think the Jaguars kept it a good game with the Browns too. I, I I'm for nine and a half cover for that too against Vikings. Short memory in the NFL boys. Don't forget. I don't know, boys. Thielen's coming back for for the Vikes. I think they just absolutely, you know, air raid the the Jags. I'm with Culver here. I got them minus nine and a half. You guys I'm with Culver. You guys think teams are gonna be winning by double digits like it's nobody's business this this I think I think the Vikings are coming off a couple bad weeks. But I think they stole one last week. Yeah, like I, I had the Panthers. They should not have won in that game at all. I also like the Browns plus money. I, I saw it last time at six. I think it's only going up. So I like the Browns plus money. I know a lot of people are on the Titans, obviously, but wait till I, seven. Wait till seven. I I I I mean the Browns have been hot and they've been sneaking under the radar. Browns used to be a team wait, I used to train, love betting train, on. To that point, Baker wouldn't let me down. What do you think that the Browns are an eight and two team? I do not. I do not. But I think they can cover a six point spread against the Titans, who not a very dynamic team. I mean, they they got a great run offense, and I mean they, they just Brian embarrassed Tannehill. the Colts. I, I mean, they did. They fucking embarrassed the Colts. Have a great defense, but. I, I I don't know. I just don't see them putting up a similar performance against the Browns. For whatever reason, I I just think the Browns can cover that number. Does it feel like a uh, early season Pats loss to the Browns, like when we were you know going when we were you know winning 13, 14 games a season, we'd always lose to the Browns. Not even because this Titans team isn't as good as those Pats teams. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I just don't. I think the Titans, I, I, they're not frauds, but they're just really not all they're made up to be. They're going to win the AFC South, but they're not. I, I just don't think they're really that great. I feel, I feel. It's going to be an interesting week, just for sure, with, with these picks at the where they're going. But yeah, boys, I think. Uh, 
I think this was a great slate. Obviously, great episode three. A um, lot of picks to go down. Um, we'll obviously keep track, let the listeners know how we all do. Um, Caddy, can I rip some Champs League picks really quick? Absolutely. Um, I think I think it wouldn't be a true episode if we didn't have a Champs League. Potential decision next Tuesday, April Fool's Day. He's the biggest fool in Manchester, and that is you, David Myers. You have lost the fans tonight. You don't deserve the fans. You don't deserve anything from this club. You got the job on the technicality of a legend who recommended you. You are nothing. You are a fool, and you are a waste of time. Good night. All right, Chimp Nation (laughs) Champions League picks. Had a great week last week. Today, had a bad day. Went two, three, and one. Um, But, okay, things are getting a little bit tricky in the Champions League. So tomorrow, half of the games do not matter because in, um, in Group G, Barcelona in Juventus have both already qualified. So Dynamo and Ferran Sparrows are, you know, Dynamo plays Juventus, Ferran Sparrows plays Barcelona. I mean, that's just gonna, I wouldn't even touch those games. You never know what's gonna happen. These, you know, elite clubs are gonna put out their young players. Don't touch those games. But in Group H, we have some of the best game. We have probably the best game, I think, in the Champions League thus far. Man United against PSG. Uh, Man United sits atop the group uh, with nine points, PSG with six points. Um, Last time they played, PSG didn't have Neymar. So Neymar's back. Um, It's going to be an absolute... uh, What's the line? Uh, Right now, it is a pick'em, and Paris Saint-Germain is favorited, minus one, three, two. Man U is uh, pick'em, plus one, two, two. I mean, the over-under's at three. I don't even, it's such a hard thing to bet because Neymar is such an X factor, but you're looking at pretty much two teams with unbelievable offenses and just kind of, not bad, but like kind of average defenses. So I don't know. I, I I don't even, I don't really know what to do. I think the only feel I have on this is Man U potentially because they've looked so good in the Champions League thus far. And I think when they're rolling, um, you know, they can just beat out, you know, PSG in terms of uh, PSG's defense. Other than that, um, I like Red Bull Leipzig. Um, first half against Istanbul, uh, Basakir. Um, and pretty much, you know, both of these teams are also, um, or rather, sorry, Red Bull Leipzig is like still on the cusp of a spot. They have as many points as PSG, so... They're a high-scoring offense. Um, anyways, I just, I, I like them. I like them for sure. Uh, minus one. But, yeah, anyways, that's that's me. That's just a quick thing. Again, half the games don't count. It's kind of a weird week. But um, hopefully can can sneak out that first half bet for Leipzig. And I think, man, you. But I'll text in the group chat tomorrow, boys, with my text when I do a little more research. And I see when the opening lineups are, honestly. Awesome. But that's all. Well, that's that's a great Chimp Nation uh, picks. Good way to end the episode. Um, as always, appreciate all our listeners out there. Uh, stay sharp, stay hungry, keep betting away, and um, let's try to have a nice one week here, boys. Great episode. That's life.
That's love. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. But I know I'm gonna change that tune. When I'm back on top, back on top in June.